too much work, Eddie. You can't do that. All right, we are rolling. Um, I remember, (laughs) I remember one time, Uh my freshman year at Southern, my friend, my friend Christian, we were in like chapel Mm -hmm. or something at Southern, Mm -hmm. and he was trying to talk to me. Mm -hmm. Right? He was like, right? And I'm like, bro, I don't remember what he said, but I was like, bro. Yo, take take the bass out of your voice. And he goes, How the hell I said, Yo, that's not what I meant. Like it was mad funny. That's funny. What'd you hear? Oh I just hear talking. They're moving. That's okay. Mitch is moving. That's okay. Our our neighbor is moving, so I forgot we were recording. What's up, guys? Okay. You alright? It you got him on the wrong uh oh. The core goes on the left. Is that your left? They're on the right side. Okay. I was trying to see if I can make them shorter. You can, can't you? No. Oh, it's can fine. you make can you make your head longer? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? All right, guys, we're back. Oh, oh I'm sorry, that was really loud. It's <laughs> yeah, good gracious, man. Look, okay. you know, I'm monitoring this. You don't okay. have to Okay guys, we're back. Oh my goodness. We're back. Okay guys, we're back. Wow. <laughs> Second episode. Hey, back at it like a crack at it. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling you about that. That is not going to be our monitor. Well, I can't. No, that that's I for me to say. Okay, you okay. gotta you gotta come up with your own thing. Right. Okay, I'm saying we back at it like a crack at it. All right. Well, we are we are back. So I have to bring you down a little bit because you. Uh, I talk loud. Sue yeah. me. Yeah, my goodness. You know when you when we go to edit this, your stuff is like. In the well, it's a good thing, I, it's a good thing I'm getting ready to learn, so you don't have to worry about it, huh? Yeah, well, you're gonna, you'll see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you'll be quiet when you start editing this, and not me. <laughs> I'm not going to talk as loud. You're going to lower all your stuff down. You're going, okay. Anyway, we want to thank the Dangerfield Newbies. Check them out, folks. They uh, provide our theme music for us, and we really appreciate Jamal Ahmed of WCLK 91.9 FM. He is syndicated radio announcer jazz announcer you probably hear him around the country um and he is here in atlanta and we appreciate jamal and his group letting us use the music so reach out and they're everywhere they're in spawn spotify itunes so check them out yeah (laughs) i second that right thank you thank you (laughs) no thank you dangerfield newbies the music is dope so this is our second episode we're sorry we've you know, people have been asking when the second episode was coming out, and things have just been crazy. Yeah, with we know you. We know you're of, chomping at the bits. For, all of for Boomer uh, and the Millennial. All of the stuff that's been going on, and you know, I want to read um, as we get started here. I do want to read this quote. It says, "I appeal to all of you to get into this great revolution that is sweeping the nation. Get in and stay in the streets of every city, every village, and hamlet of this nation." until freedom comes, until the revolution of 1776 is complete. That quote was was given in a speech on August 28, 1963, the March on Washington by the youngest participant and speaker that day, and that would be Congressman John Lewis. And of course, as we come to you, Congressman Lewis um, passed away. R.I.P. And uh, we want to honor him along with another civil rights icon, C.T. Vivian. And of course, some months earlier, we lost Joseph Lowry, all uh, three great icons of the civil rights movement right here in Atlanta. 
And uh, C.T. Vivian, a lot of you may not know, he was really one of those, he was truly a drum major for for justice. He was in the background. He coordinated the freedom fighters that went down into the Deep South to register people to vote. Oh, really? And uh, he was really a foot soldier for justice. Also a Medal of uh, Freedom awardee. From, it's a good um, thing you're saying this because I don't think a lot of people yeah, for, like from President Obama in 2015, I believe. I don't think a lot of people in my generation really know who CT Vivian is. Yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't even know a lot. A lot of people knew who John Lewis was. I mean, I knew he was well known, but the day that he died, I'm just seeing on social media a lot of posts about him and the change that he helped bring to this country i just didn't know that so many people were aware of that you know so it's cool to see just how big of an impact he's had on generations that are yeah you know yeah. younger than yeah i mean he was him. your age actually well a little younger when he started this you know getting involved in civil rights and that was his lifelong work and uh coming and running for congress and I think it was 1986. I remember that race very clearly. I was here in Atlanta, and he was running against Julian Bond, who was a very popular state senator. Actually, Julian Bond had been on, uh, I think he had already been on Saturday Night Live as as a guest, a guest host, which was state senator from Georgia, and he's hosting Saturday Night Live. That yeah. was a big deal. And it was almost a foregone going conclusion that he was going to win. And John Lewis... You know, he stumped the neighborhoods, man. He went out and knocked on doors. And when all was said and done, he pulled the upset and continued to have that seat. Just recently won the primary. And yeah. uh, so now there's a lot going on about who's going to replace him in uh, for November, the November election. But right. uh, we want to just send our condolences and, and our thanks to the families of John Lewis and C.T. Vivian and Joseph Lowry. I was privileged to meet and talk to each one of these individuals. Oh, that's dope. Um, yeah, and I got a picture of John Lewis. He came to, actually, I visited him several times in his office in D.C. And um, when I was over in Alabama at a, a t radio station there as general manager, got to talk to him. We interviewed him. Um, C.T. Vivian, a uh, number of times because he's very uh he's very visible here in atlanta mm -hmm. so got to see and talk to him nice guy i mean just and even even you know as he got older he was still sharp as all three of these guys and of course uh joe lowry who was here and i always tell the story i was actually had him in my car i had to pick him up for a radio interview and take him to the studio and i was driving joe lowry on his street named after him oh that's dope and i was like so, Reverend Lowry, how's it feel to drive on your street? He was like, you know, he's kind of joking around. He's like, yeah, I keep telling him to clean up my street and get this trash up and stuff like that. <laughs> he was like, you know, so funny. But anyway, again, three icons right here in Atlanta that really made a difference. So yeah. now you know if you didn't yeah. know. Well, thank you for that. An RIP to them. Yes, um, yes. They're you have any questions about any of them? Not really, From a no. millennial perspective? Mm-mm. Yeah, but we, we we did go down. There's a huge mural for those of you who live in Atlanta. You can yeah, see it. There is a huge from mural. Seventy five, eighty five. John Lewis downtown connector. Yeah. yeah. So um, we went yesterday. Yeah, it's about what maybe five or six stories high. Yeah, on the side of yeah. a, a building, but it's really nice. And yeah. you know, when we went down there, 
there were a lot of people who were paying their respects, leaving signs, leaving flowers um, at the bottom of the, the mural. And yeah, yeah, it kind of turned into a memorial yeah. for him. And then that quote that I read at the beginning is is on the side. Is that side. the one that's on the side? Yeah, it's oh, on okay. the side of, oh, the, dope, uh, dope. Of, the, of the... And it really is apropos and for what's going on now when he talks about getting involved and staying right. in the streets in every city until freedom comes. So three giants that uh, have helped us to get to where we are now. So a lot has happened since the last time uh, that was going on, and we had also a lot of protest. Um, that is correct. And a lot of things have transpired as a result of that. And what's been going on in your social media realm as it pertains to, you know, George Floyd and um, Maude Aubrey and Breonna, Breonna Taylor. Taylor? Well, it's not trending so much anymore as it was weeks ago, but it's still a thing. People are still, you know, making posts about the Black Lives Matter movement and and kind of what's going on in this country with the protests. And I think the biggest thing right now is probably people are still posting about Breonna Taylor and the fact that the cops that murdered her have not been arrested or anything like that. They're just roaming mm. free. Um, so there's a lot of reminding of Breonna Taylor and the fact that the cops that killed her are still out there just chilling. I think that's like the biggest thing is it's not trending anymore. And that's part of the problem is it's not reaching as many people's radars. But hey, don't forget that those people still haven't been brought to, to justice. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's kind of what's what's going on now. I mean, it's still, you know, you see a lot of posts on, on the timeline and, and, and everything. But it's just not as heavy as it was when the protests were first happening and... But then we had an incident right here in Atlanta, uh, right down, not too far from us. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe about 10, 15 minute drive at uh, the Wendy's on University with uh, Rashad Brooks and um, him being shot and killed. And of course, the DA, Paul Howard, immediately went after these guys, charged them. Yeah. Uh, they're in jail. I think, well, well, both of the officers charged have posted bond, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So that's going to be interesting going forward because they wasted no time. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing with the guys. Breonna Taylor. It's like you were so quick to do that, and that's great. But the cops that killed Breonna Taylor are still free. Yeah. So can we do something about that, please? Thank you. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting, that whole scene where the Wendy's with Rashad Brooks, where his murder became sort of a fortified uh, area. Yeah. With armed people and and the young girl got shot and killed as a result. Um yeah, so they it, burned that Wendy's yeah. to the ground. And I think they're starting they they've torn it down, I believe. Now. Oh really? Mm -hmm. I mean yeah. it was destroyed regardless. Yeah, so you all might it was well. gone, yeah, yeah. So they just you know. But <laughs> so. um but you know, right here in Atlanta and so there've been a lot of unrest that came out of that. Yeah. Um and a lot of people I noticed were instant messaging me and Wanted to know if we were okay, and um, I talked to one guy, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I heard that uh, they were pulling people out of cars and just beating on them, and and y'all, y'all, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, well, you know, Atlanta is six million people, so you know, it's we're okay." Yeah. But one of the things that did come out of it was um, the passage of the hate bill. The uh, first time Georgia was one of four states that didn't have a hate crime bill. And Which is insane. I by know, the way. crazy. Now we're, you know, now there are three states. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so, why not just? It's so, so dumb. So we, um, we did get that that passed. The governor signed it. The other thing that I think out of all of this, and yeah, I want to get your take on it, is the racial makeup of the 
protesters. What I've seen in some cases, they've been more white than black. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of that as yeah. well. I think it's beneficial in a way. I've seen a lot of diversity in these protests. Yeah. A large amount of white people, even some like maybe not necessarily leading them out, but being very vocal and on the front lines. And I think in a way it's bringing a lot of people together. Um, especially in a time when like this country just seems like it's in such a divide right now. If you can get so many different people behind a cause like this and behind a a mission like this, then it's more likely to come to fruition. It's more likely to spark change. The more people that are involved, the more people that are supporting. So it's a beautiful thing. It it was a little surprising. I'm not going to lie, but it's a good thing. I think. And so do your friends and what you see on social media, do they look at this as a, as a time for, for change? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, mean, it's, you know. But it's what a- do you want to see happen? I mean, and, and we'll, then we'll get into our next subject. But I just, I'm curious, what, what would you want to see happen from, from all of this? I mean, I, I just think that the cops who have been wrongfully killing us, they, for every instance, they need to be arrested not just fired, not just... And, and prosecuted. And, yeah, prosecuted. Like, the, you know, they need to be brought to justice, I mm-hmm. think, number one. And now, you you know, you have talks about defund, defunding the police and things of that nature. I don't know if getting rid of police in general but is... Yeah, well, that's not what defunding means. And, and, I, and I think that's a, that's a bad word. It, yeah. Because it really, it really is... They really talk about directing... Funds, funds from, from the police right into things that are more important like education well not only that but you know sometimes police have to deal with people who have issues mental issues yeah and so the thinking is well instead of having the police do that why don't we redirect those funds to have somebody who is trained to deal with that segment of the population and i and i would think that if you sat down and work this thing out you would come to some compromise where police departments will say, you know what, we don't want to have to do that. If we can get somebody to, to help us when we get into, you know, somebody who's mentally unstable to resolve some of that, I, I think that could be worked out. Yeah, I think you're right. And I mean, yes, I think that that's something that, that needs to happen. I don't know. I just, I'm just tired of us being wrongfully killed. I well, I don't and- know. I don't know exactly what needs to happen to fix this country. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of everything. I just think that there's a lot that needs to be done. Yeah, well... And and we're making progress, but I don't know. There's still... Obviously, it's... it's, The progress is only going but so far. So there's there's one thing that your mom and I would like not to worry about, and that is you're being out and getting stopped and having that turn into something else. So, yeah, to your point, stopping the cops from killing black people, you know, male and female, it, it should be at at the top of the list. I yeah. think there are other things that have been peeled away from the from COVID-19 and from the protests where we see a lot of injustices when it comes to racial inequality. I think one of the other things that need to happen when we have an election in November is people need to vote. Oh, and yeah, I, that's I'm hoping for sure. that, that folks eyes are open now to this is something that we have to do and and speaking of covid this is kind of you know it was interesting because for a while the protests covid took a back seat 
And then we got into the holidays and, you know, Memorial Day and then the 4th of July. And now all of a sudden, because of the loosening up in Georgia, we're number one. Hey, you know, we were like... Number one out the gate. It's yeah. all good. We're all over CNN, you know, bro. It's just, it's all good. Go to get your hair did and get your nails <laughs> did and, you know, go bowling. And now we're reaping uh, what we have, what, what the governor has sown. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, our, yeah I'm just, sorry, but come on, bro. I mean, we. Uh, like, I expect this type of thing from Florida, but come on, <laughs> Georgia. Like, well, Florida didn't let you down. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, Florida, let's, let's not get it twisted, okay? Right. Florida is still uh, upholding. It's um, it's crown for, I don't want to say stupidity, but uh, yeah, you uh, know, but that's the state you were born, so don't, you know, yeah, you, won't be too you don't have. Why you got to put that out there? I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? I'm maybe sorry. I don't well, want you, people to know that. You okay? You weren't born. Ma- there, maybe right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for all those who are listening, I was not born there. <laughs> wink, wink. Okay, but you know what? It's just I think it's just crazy. Like I think our governor has made some very dumb decisions, mm-hmm. and I say that proudly. Mm. And I think we are, like you said, we are reaping what the governor has sown. And it's not good. It's not good, Georgia. It's not good. No. To get into a battle with Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, our mayor. Yeah, who has. Who has COVID. She got COVID. (laughs) Just. Okay. And and to get into a battle with her over. uh, Wearing masks. Wearing masks. Like, are you kidding me? Listen, people, if you're listening to this, wear a mask. I get it. Is it annoying? Yes. Is it hot sometimes? Absolutely. Will it save your life and probably the lives of so many others around you? 1,000%. So I think it's worth it. You know what I mean? Just wear a mask. You know what? And I wouldn't even want to go into any place and not wear a mask just because of the people, the way they look at you. I mean, you can see people's eyes when you run into somebody. And I will say this, that... Over the last two or three weeks, there have been a lot more people wearing masks than like oh, yeah. a month ago. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, if if all well, those people takes, were wearing masks yeah. a month ago, we'd well, be so much better. I mean, yeah. maybe it wouldn't. No, we would. Maybe be. we wouldn't have a, a full handle on COVID, but it'd be a, we'd yeah. be a lot better off now if people were wearing masks a month ago. So. That's true. So we're we have spiked back up. Um, now everybody's looking at whether or not we will be going back into the school. Yeah, classroom. which is also very scary. Yeah. You know, especially having friends who are teachers. That's like that is yeah. Kids in elementary school, they naturally are just gross. They 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 touch everything. They touch each other. Like they just spread germ. Like a school is like the epicenter for germs, and you really expect young children to to wear a mask keep it on keep their their hands to themselves not sneeze everywhere like you know what i'm saying that's a problem that's a problem but now you did say college students are adults but aren't they the ones having covid well yeah that is true yes Uh, oh that's very adult yeah you're right well that's what i'm saying if 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 it's college kids they're doing it blatantly like they're i mean they just don't care and you can't you can't police it you can't control it yeah you can only do but so much i'm going to look try to work continue because we we do have the option of working from home so i'm gonna look at that yeah still work from home and for those of you who can um i implore you to do so because what we're hearing with getting into the fall you know they always talked about the resurgence of corona in the fall and winter right well we were supposed to be down this time during the year right it's warmer 
you know, people, if we had, we would have been able to mitigate this if people were wearing masks and doing what they were supposed to do. Well, we didn't do that. We opened up too soon. Right. So now they're saying this is like a wildfire getting ready to connect with another wildfire come the fall when the swine flu and the H1N1 flu, the one everybody gets the flu shot for, plus we're going to have COVID. Yo. This is going to be where we are come September, October, November, January, and February, probably up until next March. So Wait, hold on. Time out. Are we still dealing with the swine flu? I thought that was like years ago. No, they're saying that there is a resurgence of the, of the swine flu. And I think it's because what they're experiencing in climates where it's their fall and winter. You know, because it's the opposite. Oh, so, dang, that's crazy. So they can see what's going on. And there's right. a resurgence of the swine flu oh, on top of the H1N1, on top of COVID. So a vaccine is, is critical, but, you know, hey, yeah, well, um, I'm going to let you get the vaccine first and then we'll see how it goes. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah, what am I, a lab rat? <laughs> oh, the family? Young people. <laughs> you know, you got, right. you got hey, strong, guys. You got, you know, strong immune system. and Listen, 2020 is over. Like, if you thought, like I did, that 2020 was going to be your year, uh, the year of we'll, try, we'll, 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 we'll try again next year. Yeah, the year because of vision, you know. it's your 2020 is done. Yeah. I'm the, sorry. The, the key for 2020 is to stay healthy. Stay alive. Stay alive. Stay, stay alive for yeah. 2021. That, that's, okay? That's, new, that's not, the only thing you need to worry about for 2020 is staying uh, alive. No new vision. No you know perfect saying? vision. Yeah, no, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> thought you was working. You thought you was you was going to lose some weight and go to the gym, except for the fact that the gym is one of the worst places you can go. People sweating. No masks on. So listen. And you experienced that firsthand, didn't you? Uh, I went to the gym twice once yeah. it opened up, and that was enough for me. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish I could have gone more because I love working out. I love going to the gym. But, bro, yeah, it's been This has been tough for me, too. Yeah, it's... Because I go... I used to go every day. And, like, what? I said, I used to go to the gym every day, and now I can't go at all. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so, you know, kiss kiss that, that 2020 summer body goodbye. Well, so, I will say this. That of all the things that are happening, you know, a lot of the retailers now are starting to say, well, we're going to take it upon ourselves to say, you got to wear a mask. So yeah. uh, when Walmart said you have to wear a mask, that's that's then. But, but you know how big that is, though? That's huge. Because you think about how do I put this? You think about the type of people that that don't be wearing masks. OK, I don't think I need to say anything. I think Look, you people out there listening know what I'm, I was know say, these type of people. I okay? was going to say the type of people to go to Walmart. Now, okay, I, go to Walmart. Okay, I mean, I mean, don't get me but, wrong. I, I also but, shop at Walmart, but you guys know who I'm talking about who don't be wearing I, masks. I OK, had a little 15, 16 year old young person just lambast me because I asked her to give me six feet. Right. And she just kind of said, it ain't that well. And she went off and I said, look, you know, I'm not accusing you. I'm not saying you got something. I said, but you don't know what I have. I'm old. And so her friends like, yeah, you better back up. Cause you don't, <laughs> you don't know what he got. Cause they didn't have mask on either. Right. And they were all up on me. So they right. all backed off. But I, I would hope that Walmart and some of these retailers will have extra security. Cause well, they're going to need it. Well, the, the, I mean, the crazy thing is, is that, you think about Walmart being such a big entity and especially in smaller cities, right? Like, you know, you have places where Walmart is the, the only place, yeah. the only grocery store, the only 
shopping center. You know why? Because they put all, all of the other ones out of business when they came in. Right. But so, anyway. so you know, for you know Walmart to say, hey, you have to wear a mask now, it's going to get, I think it's going to get crazy, especially these people who out here not wearing a mask and you see on social media oh, that are like fighting. And, fighting. And, and a person and got stabbed. Throwing and stuff. And, yeah. and you know what kind of people those are. Yeah. And there was somebody I saw, um, I, well, I read an article where in defiance, this woman just like decided to relieve herself in the middle of an <laughs> aisle. Yeah, just peed. I was like, okay, you, I don't need to wear a mask. I'm so mad. Did she just peed in the middle of an aisle? I mean, that's crazy. So where I am happy that Home Depot and, and all these other stores where Publix and, and places where we shop are doing this, but I'm just concerned that I would just hope they have oh, the security. It's, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy. So COVID is here. COVID Wear a mask. Wear, Wear a, mask. a mask, guys. Save a life. Wash your hands and social distance. Please. I mean, that's, that's all we can do right now until Please. we get some vaccine. or and, and, and if you can, stay home. If you, you know, don't go out and. Yeah, stop going to know. the club, people. Stop going to the no. club. Stop going out to eat. I get it. I miss it too. Okay, but I'm telling you, the only thing you're doing is making it worse and making us have to deal with this longer. Okay, I'm not being sequestered and quarantined in the house for all these months. Just parents. Right. You know, what I'm saying like, help me help (laughs) me. Okay, by not going to the club for once, please help me get out of here, please, please. man. I know. And I must say, I've been real proud of you. Um, I know it's been hard. I I miss my homies. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but, I miss my girlfriend. But, like, but, I just please, guys, just stay at home, man. <laughs> let me just put it. Let me give you some perspective. All right, I was telling your mom about this. You have all of these things to stay connected. That's true. You know, just think if this happened when I was your age. Yeah, I, we'd look, be writing letters. No, I get no, it. I mean, you know I'd have saying? a rotary phone. Yeah, that, that would be it. Well, okay. Well, maybe I went back a little too far. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe well, we're not we have, sending messages by pigeon. But right, you know, we like have, we did have phones. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, but so, it, but I'm just saying that that's all you would have to connect to anybody. Right. So just keep that in mind. You know, you've got a lot of different ways as you get on your phone right now. See to to text and to you know FaceTime, FaceTime, and you know what I'm saying and Zoom be, and all that. And I stuff. even I even hit up my homies on PlayStation. You, you know go. what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, yeah. if you want to play Apex, let me know. Yeah. So I see that Mary Trump, the niece of our president, has written a tell-all book. That's yeah, yeah. Let's talk, yeah. Talk, let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, she's come out. She is, by the way, she has a PhD in clinical psychology or something okay. like that. And so what, what is the book exactly about? It's about um, her uncle. It's about Donald Trump. It's about the family Yikes. and how, the basic, how basically the family really groomed Donald Trump to be who he, who he has become. Yikes. And she has a lot to say about his inability to lead, about how uh, we should all be concerned and scared, and how if he's reelected, he will ruin <laughs> <laughs> our system of democracy as we know it. Bro, it'd be your own um, kin. That he used the N-word, which is That's not- in the book? That's not in the book, actually. But she was a, with she was being interviewed by Rachel Maddow on MSNBC, mm-hmm. and she said, "You know, yeah, that happened. Anti-Semitic, you know, slurs and stuff like that." Oh, I mean, uh, and it was, she said it was just part of the correction. Family, correction, you know? guys. When I sounded surprised, it, it's not really like I'm surprised he did that you because just I'm just surprised that if she put that in the her, book, right? right? Like, but I don't think it was in the book as much. It, it was it was something alluded to that in the oh, book. Okay. 
but Rachel kind of said, well, let me get this straight. And Well, she, my question yeah. is, and, and I think this is a question I feel like, if you, if you know about this, and I think I was hearing that like when the book came out, the first day it sold like over a million copies yeah. in one day, yeah. right? So you're, you're asking yourself, mm-hmm. what's going to happen What's going to happen to her? Well, Rachel asked her that too. She said, "Look, I, you know, I just want to know. Do you feel do you feel safe?" And mm. now the book's already out, so I mean, you yeah, know, if you anything was going to happen, yeah, to her, you can't retract been, that. That's already right. yeah. That would have that would have happened before, or maybe while she was writing it. I don't know. She right. probably didn't even write it on the computer you know, on the computer. She didn't use a computer. She probably like, hand wrote it, it right. <laughs> but here's the other thing, because she was involved in. Um, I think it was the the grandfather and her dad, and they were all involved in, you know, the will. Yeah. And she had, like, tons of financial information. Oh, wow. That she actually gave to a reporter. And I think this was part of what he's been fighting to keep his income tax and yeah, other financials yeah, yeah, yeah. out, which the oh, Supreme Court said, you know, you can't, you know, you don't have oh, immunity. Oh, it's coming just, out, huh? Yeah, just because you're president, you know. So she gave a lot of that information over yeah. to um, the reporter and now the feds. have. So it, it, it's going to be interesting what she did. But yeah, she said, I know how robust my uncle's people are, his supporters can be, and I have taken the proper precaution. So in other words, what she said is, I ain't no fool. I know that I I, I, I need you, somebody's got to have my vigilant. back. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. So she's you know she's yeah. she's doing what she needs to do. But anyway, interesting. Um, let us know. Um, reach out to us if you read the book and what what did you think of the book? We would love to hear from you about that. Kanye for president. That was a short run. Yo, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he was like he announced it. What on one day and about three days later he said, yeah. ah, you know. There was a lot going on with that all over social media. People were saying, hey, don't vote for Kanye. He's just doing this so that people are going to vote for him as a joke. And then it's going to take votes away from Joe Biden, meaning that Trump is going to win. Oh, is that what was? Yeah, like a lot of people were saying that, like, don't vote for Kanye as a joke. Like, it's just in the long run, it's just going to hurt us more. And then Trump's going to end up getting another four years. And uh, I'd rather not that happened so you know i'm glad that he dropped it i don't even know he can he even he, like join the race this well, late like not really maybe as a write-in i don't yeah. even know if he can do that but he he's not representing any parties so, right and some people are saying that know, he was having he, like he an would, episode yeah because you know he deals with like mental yeah you know mental issues and things like yeah. that and people are saying like oh well maybe this is just this is just for like publicity and things like that yeah. and I mean, I don't know. I, I knowing knowing Kanye, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think he's been on a pretty good streak well, he, um, for a while, you yeah. know. And then and then you know he's out here. Then he says he's going to run for president. So I now he's dropped out of the race. If he was like even really in the race to well, begin with, and they said know? he had like two percent in the poll. So yeah, so, what? Like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> so, get him out of here. So anyway, that that was interesting. So anyway, things have been happening around here, even with COVID and all the other things going on. We, Since we came to you last time, we voted in our primary. Yeah. Actually, we filled out our absentee ballots around uh, the table, which was pretty cool. I mean, you know, we looked up people and we tried to find out their platform and made a decision and we mailed it in in time. And, and so it became kind of a family affair. And right. we've got some primaries uh, coming up here in about a less than a month 
And then, of course, the the big election, uh, the big election in November. Get Trump out of here, twenty twenty. Yeah. So you know, yeah. So we're we're gonna remind you if you have a primary or if you're looking to vote in in November, make sure that you're registered. Please, please, please. You can't vote unless you're registered. So get registered to vote. Very important. And if you can early vote, do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. They're going to be long lines. I know here in the state we made national news again because Georgia, we've been on a roll where we had long lines, people waiting six, eight hours yeah, it's crazy. Uh, to vote on Election Day uh, during the primaries. That is just crazy with new machines and COVID and everything else. So let's just make sure that you do you do that. And um, a couple of things you've been working on. You've got a sitcom you're working on. You got yeah, you a documentary know. piece you just put out. Yeah, I mean, you know, during COVID, because I'm stuck at home for the most part, you know, I've just kind of been working on personal projects, been working on a sitcom with two of my professors from high school. Shout out Paul Nixon and Gabriel Madrid and EGOT Entertainment, which is our like our writing production company. So we've been working on uh, the sitcom, you know, inspired by some of my friends, some of my homies. Um, you guys know who you are, but it's going really good. And you know, I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, like. Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's still listen. You know, I don't want to say too much about it before people out here stealing my idea. But uh, I, I have a lot still, of hope in it, and yeah. um, it's, it's coming along. So hopefully, we can pitch it to a network at some point in time, and uh, and have my yeah, work on a, TV. So you know, yeah, y'all put a lot of work in it. Yeah, m- it. months and months of yeah. Of I mean, I've, I've seen and, it develop. Yeah. Um, and table reads and, and yeah, it's crazy. Yard, so that's great. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. And uh, I've been working on my own documentary on prostate cancer, which has sort of been an ongoing project. But I have a good friend of mine, Tom Luce. Shout out to Tom, who was a co-executive producer for The Walking Dead and a good friend of mine for many, many years. He's helping me sort of get this thing going and uh, just really has been an inspiration to try to pick this thing back up. COVID has helped a little bit for me to kind of focus. So uh, that's coming along working on some other things with some other folk you know people have been kind of coming together as we get through this a lot of zoom meetings uh, yeah man zoom I yeah man after after quarantine and and after we've got kind of things under control and and everything i don't want to i don't want to see another zoom meeting for <laughs> for a while you well know you I mean? know i think that's the way that's the way it's going to go yeah from now on. things are never going to go back to the way that they were and, before and, and, so and, and i don't really mind not having to get in the car i mean that's like also the, true the interaction and stuff but man just getting in the car yeah. and, and finding places it's, to park it's and, nice being able to mute yourself yeah, and just, like turn your camera off and yeah. not like you know yeah. you could really have a meeting and still do stuff around the right, house like right. it's it's kind of convenient yeah so, so. I, I think that people are gonna yeah there'll be opportunities to meet face to face but when we get back to some form of normalcy i think most people will say hey, we're just zooming and, and zoom is so i mean their their stock just went skyrocket because it, yeah. it is that see that ceo of zoom is sitting pretty right it now. is yeah it is a nice service you don't have to have an app you know, it's not like skype and some of the other ones that you know you've got to already have on your computer and that kind of thing so it, it really is a great service and it came at a time i literally looked at my calendar in 2019 i was trained on zoom in february of 2019 not even knowing that i would become from for my job i'm like the zoom guy you know, people call me and i've been able to teach people how to zoom right i've been setting up zoom meetings for staff and stuff like that but not knowing that this thing would would 
just be the way we meet. So I'm just blessed that was one email because that's a lot of times you skip over training emails. So I'm glad that I paid attention to that one and actually went to the training, got certified and all that stuff and got my account set up. But anyway, so of course, during COVID, we um, have been watching and reading and yeah. uh, we just finished The Old Guard yeah, on, on Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, no, but it's pretty cool. good, guys. If, you, if, you're, if you're into action... Um, I would definitely check it out. Character development, pretty good. Story, really good. The concept is is and, really and, dope, and it set itself up in this movie really to be a series. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's also I, true. I, I think that it could have been actually a series. Yeah. Of six or seven, and then because the way it ended, you know that there's going to be something. There's going to be yeah. yeah. And so I, I mean, from a filmmaker's perspective, I'd give it a solid eight out of ten. Check it out if you haven't seen it. The old guard, it's it's pretty good. That's on Netflix, and then yeah. of course you've been watching. Oh, I've been I've been you know I'm in this sitcom phase, so I you know I've been watching Community, of course. It's a hilarious show. Um, I'm on the fifth season, so. Oh, you're almost done. Huh? Yeah, six seasons, and, yeah. and the 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 fifth and sixth season are shorter. But um, I've I've also started rewatching New Girl as well because New Girls, if you guys didn't know, one of my favorite never, sitcoms, and I, it's hilarious. It's funny. Me. I never. It is so I, funny. I never looked at. I never seen an episode, <laughs> but I, you were watching it, and I sat down to watch it with you and uh it is it is pretty funny. bro that show it, it's one of the few shows that i i laugh out loud at least once every episode definitely check it out community and new girl and for me it's been <laughs> snow piercer oh yeah which is science fiction you know it's that's uh, your thing a, though you yeah, like science it's a remake and not a remake but it's uh from the the movie about folk on the train a thousand cars long, a thousand and one, or something like that. But, Is that really what it's about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you didn't know that? No. Yeah. But you have hierarchy on the train. You I mean, got of course. The real poor people in the back. Of course. And then you've got in first class, you've got people who don't even know how to how to shell an egg. Okay. And then you've got the workers in third class. Right. And sort of the professionals. It's kind of like a dystopian class. type of thing, but on a train, though. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's interesting. Exactly. I like dystopian. Okay. I like yeah. I probably won't watch that, but that, that sounds interesting. Well, it was good. You know, it was a guy from uh, Hamilton that played Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was the, he was listen, the main character. Guys, by the way, since you brought that uh, up, okay. you definitely get, listen, if you guys have not seen <laughs> Hamilton on Disney Plus, it came out July 3rd. In the room where it happened. No. I've, you know, if you listen to the soundtrack and you love the soundtrack, you got it. It's something to behold. And I mean, I just imagine seeing it in a person, but it's so good. Yeah, I've seen it. I've I can't even tell you how many times I've watched it since since it's been released on Disney Plus. But yeah. and I'm not the biggest fan of musicals, but no, I will you, tell yeah, you, yeah, that's facts. <laughs> that is not it's not my genre. He really does not like musicals, guys, <laughs> but, like it whatsoever. But that one, I will give an A plus. It was yeah, really, it was really good. Before we sign off, we always um, talk a little bit about sports. Yeah, um, and especially now that sports are kind of coming back now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering how that's going to all work out. The NBA bubble. Yeah. Um, uh, baseball comes back next week. Uh, MLS been... is already back as well. Yeah, unfortunately. And uh, <laughs> speaking of which, the Atlanta United is, is trash right oh now. Goodness. So what's going it's on bad. with that, guys? Let's. I mean, come on. It's It's been bad. I yeah. mean, they haven't scored a goal in, was it, 300 minutes? I mean, it's... Are you serious? It's yeah. that bad? 
And it could be that they're so used to playing in front of 70,000 people. And Yeah, but I, you know what? Here's my thing. I get it. I understand that the fans do play a part in the performance. Um, you know, it hypes you up. It gives you more energy. It keeps you going. But at the same time, you're a professional athlete. You're not getting paid to – you're getting paid to play, not necessarily play in front of – Yeah. But the, a whole but bunch of people. What's interesting is that they have fans like in a Zoom kind of thing on the on the big. Uh, oh really? Yeah, oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, that's dope. So on the big screen, yeah. they got fans um, from the home team. Yeah, yeah, and, and the then, away team as well. I, I think it may be just the home team because yeah, that's that would the make advantage, more sense. Right, right? That would make more sense. But they also have crowd noise. Yeah. Kind of piped in. So and then they bring it up when somebody's getting ready to kick. You know. Yeah. Run down and right. Well, I know the thing with soccer is like i know for me when i watch soccer half of like the the, the excitement is the it's fans crowd, in the stadium yeah, yeah. Because, because if you watch soccer the they action. get hype over everything yeah you know but what you i mean to, like because yeah. you only score like once or twice <laughs> right you know what i'm saying so you yeah. get you even get close to the goal it's like yeah, everybody's right. it's, getting loud yeah. so yeah which is interesting because they don't do a lot of scoring but when you go to a game when you were able to go to a game, nobody sat down like you know the United yeah, games you, in Atlanta. Yeah, you, they you, they tell you don't don't get mad. Don't you you're gonna have to stand up because everybody's standing. I'm like, why do you stand up when you know it's like you don't even. It's score. just a lot of anticipation I guess to so. scoring, yeah. you know, and and when and, you don't score a lot, there's a lot more anticipation. Right. And to be honest with you, I mean, I I have more excitement watching soccer than I do basketball. And I don't know what it is, but recently just watching basketball just hasn't been uh, well, a, can, a big thing for me. I don't know. Well, you can miss me with that one cuz basketball. You ready you ready you ready for basketball <laughs> to be apparently in yeah. a few, you know, in the well, next week or so. Yeah, they're they're trying to, to yeah, bring back, they're they're, they're getting that uh football um it's going to take a little bit more time. I think yeah. some of the players are having some issues with the safety um, and regulations. I and I don't know where college football is going to be. There's just talk yeah, about yeah, because that's that's my yeah, I like that's, college that's football even more about. than NFL. Yeah, you yeah. know, go I mean, dogs, go dogs, go dogs. And we don't know. I mean, they're talking about um, teams just playing conference schedule. Uh, so it's you know a lot to be uh, a lot to be worked out. And the problem is that you might be able to work it out on the front end, but if this thing gets worse, and everybody is saying it's going to get worse, and and look. I'm not disputing any of the science because they told us all the stuff that was going on in May mm-hmm. and June, we would, you know, be in this situation and we are in this situation. They say the science does not lie, but we we pray for miracles. Right. Let me tell you, pray for miracles. But given that, this thing could turn around in September where everything shuts back down. But I am hopeful that we will have boards. We know we're going to have a couple of folks coming back in in a couple of weeks with baseball and basketball. Yeah. Hawks are not in it. So. Yeah, but who really cares <laughs> about that? Plus, I'm a the, fan. They're outside of the bubble. <laughs> and you know what's interesting is speaking, just real quick, speaking about the bubble, you know what? I'd love to see a documentary or like a or like oh, an ESPN sure. 30 for yeah, 30 of the bubble. That. Yeah. We'll see. I am excited yeah. for basketball to come back, though. I think yeah. this is going to be some of the best basketball to watch. Why? Because everybody's rested. You know what I'm saying? You don't have these guys tired after, after a whole season. 82 games, you know what I'm saying? Now you got the playoffs and everything. These these dudes are rested. So they're saying this is going to be some of the yeah. best basketball. Well, probably so because you don't have that many games to make a difference. Exactly. You don't have that many games to get into exactly. the playoffs. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's, it's going, going to get hard. intense, yeah. I think. And, and, and we're going to be able to hear what they say on the court. It's going to get real. We're going to hear the trash talk. We're going to – it's this is going to be – Really entertaining, I think. Well, let's 
let's hope that that's the case and that they get through and that there are uh, finals and all of these and championships and and finally something good out of uh all of the protests and everything looks like the redskins finally have decided that um they're going to change their name i've heard warriors may be hmm. on the list um so are they going to keep the whole <clears throat> kind of Native American theme. No, no, or? the uh, mascot, all of that, you know, is is going away. Okay. So it's not going to make them any better, but <laughs> I mean, you know. So well, I'm glad it's happening, and it wasn't that the the owner had really this change of heart. It was right. because all these corporate sponsors started pulling exactly. products, and, exactly, and so that's yeah, that's what happened. And and I think during the next uh, next episode, we'll we'll hit on to your point with name changes and things like that. We're also seeing uh, Confederate statues and stuff coming down down and and what does that mean yeah some people are saying you know it's history let it go other people are saying it's a reminder right um and why they were put up as a matter of fact and just very quickly even my journalism school the henry w w grady school of journalism well he basically was was a segregationist and there's talk about renaming the school Mm, Uh, so there's a lot going on with that we'll we'll talk about that and uh we'll be also looking to do hopefully our first interview yeah oh that'd be next time yeah yeah get a boomer and a millennial to join us and get their feedback on some of this and if you have any suggestions we would love to hear from you um that's why we're here to interact with you so hit us up on twitter and yeah uh, and instagram instagram facebook uh the twitter is at boom and mill pod and you're in charge of that bro. yeah i am i am we've been getting followers and yeah, stuff yeah. And, and, and you're in charge of instagram too yeah and instagram is boomer underscore and underscore the millennial um so you know we're out there people people are following yeah. people are you know it's weird and it's like without even like necessarily promoting we got some people following and i think it's interesting because our names aren't necessarily on it, but you see our faces in the in the cover art. So I think people kind of connect it to you and I, you know what I mean? And like my followers who already follow me separately, they connect it to, to you and I and they're like, Oh, okay, let's let me follow and check it out. So That's good. Yeah. So we need to I need to have you pass it on. And we're we have a schedule. I'm looking at it right now. So we have yeah. a production schedule so we can stay so, on task. Right, right. With doing this and, and keeping up to date. We're just trying to bring you guys more content, you know, especially especially in quarantine, you know, it's give you something something to listen to while you're in the car, not going to the club like you shouldn't be. Yeah, you working know. working around home. I, I yeah, one that good sounds more mine. like it. Saying that you know, I listened to you guys while I was yeah. kind of cleaning up the house, yeah. and, and my my friend yeah. Ricardo, he um he listens on his way to work. He he's a nurse, so yeah, you know out he's out to, to all Ricardo. the our, all yeah. our people on yeah. on the front lines and Absolutely. everything. But uh, you know, he listens. He's like, "Yo, man, we're, we we need some more episodes." So 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 here we are. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> That's, we're 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 bringing you guys more content. Don't worry. Boomerandmillennial dot com. Please visit our website. We'll have every way you can get to us on the website. Yeah, of course subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and we're trying to put them on as many directories as possible we will be having the podcast archived on our website right so you can get us that way as well we want to encourage you wear a mask social distance wash Please. your hands stay home if you, you know Please, if you can. Guys. be healthy be safe uh, so that we can continue to bring this you can continue to listen do the right thing right just do the right thing and, and don't forget register to vote yeah register to vote. let's get this clown out of office please political disclaimer <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I don't care, man. <laughs> I don't care. Because if you ain't, listen, if you don't feel the same way I feel, we have a problem. Uh-oh. Controversy. Yeah. I'm with you, though. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, everybody, I mean, now granted, everybody's entitled to their opinion, whatever. I'm just saying, let's get Agent Orange out of here. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, uh, until we meet again, we're going to let the Dangerfield newbies take us on out. Thanks again to the Dangerfield newbies for giving us their uh, permission to use their song. And we want to encourage you to reach out and find them on iTunes and SoundCloud, Spotify, Spotify, all that stuff. music and, and become a fan. There's some uh, great young guys doing some wonderful things. and Especially I, if you're huge fans of jazz. And, yeah. Yeah, you know, they do. So. They do a really good kind of funk, soul, yeah. jazz. So, yeah, uh, yeah. thank you, Jamal, for being a part of this podcast. So, I'm Reggie, the Boomer, and I'm Armani, the Millennial, and we'll see you next time. All right, peace, guys. 